Welcome to another episode of NY Just Fans Podcast with host Davin Sharman and Chris. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we come into y'all with another episode. So, Broncos beat the Jets in the weird in the weird game. Uh 37-28. Uh Sharman, we're gonna get with you first. Um from what from what you saw, what what can you tell us about uh maybe maybe a little bit of the positives and we know it's mostly negatives, but um <laughs> do you give us a, a couple of positive things on what you saw? I, I I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind that, sir, at all. Um Avery Williamson was a positive. Uh you know, our friends at PFF graded him at ninety plus. Uh he had a PPF PFF grade. That means he's getting healthy. We know that's the kind of player he is. Uh so we're not, uh, that's not really a surprise. We knew, we worried that he wasn't healthy. That's the reason why he wasn't playing as much. Give him the snaps and he shows up, right? Uh, Quinnen Williams continues his climb up the ladder, man. Uh, dominating performance. I know he didn't show up in the box score because he didn't really get a lot of stabs, uh, sacks. But if you watch the, the amount of rushes he had and the amount of tackles for a loss he had, He's becoming the player we want him to be. It's going to take a little time, but it, he's, he's getting there. Um, uh, Franklin Myers, what a gem. Uh, I don't think, I, I don't think, uh, um, I think, I think reading about him when he was with the Rams and the potential that he had before he got here, what I was intrigued, but I didn't see this, uh, this dude is, I think he's ranked, like, I know it's it's a small percentage of plays, but I think he's ranked top 10 in the league in pressures. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, um, I'm also, Bryce Huff, uh, in, in a limited role, has shown flashes here. Um, there's, 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 there's a couple things, man. There's a couple things here and there that, that, that are very positive that, that we could talk about, but they're just a couple. Unfortunately, like um, <laughs> unfortunately, this is a dark, dark time for us as Jets fans. Um, and I will begin the negatives with Sam Donald. Unfortunately, what we're seeing here is almost to the what my friend Davin would, you know, term as USC QBs. <laughs> um, there we go. He, <laughs> oh boy. Um, Davin, Davin, you know me and you, we disagreed on that from the jump because, you know, um, he is, in my opinion, and has the qualities to be a better quarterback than he, than he is right now. Um, but unfortunately, he's just not doing it. He's not showing it on the field. Um, I think the most alarming thing is the fact that he just can't see wide open players, guys running wide open. And I know. Everybody likes to say, and it's true to a point, that the receivers are not getting separation. But that's not completely true because you, there is multiple shots of film showing, showing wide open players and Sam Donald missing them. The film you, does not what, lie. Why do you think that is? And, and this is the thing. And, and it's so funny that I had this conversation with... Uh, a uh, uh, former um, podcaster Kyle Smith and and uh, Joe Blewett uh, yesterday, I think, or day before. Um, the conversation basically 
was uh, was exactly that question, you know. And one of the things that Cal Smith brought up, and Cal Smith is like a big football film guy. He used to have a podcast breaking down film back in the day. Um, his 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 thing was that there's a possibility that Adam Gase is being very strict and stringent on what Sam Donald's reads has to be. So it has to. So he's telling him look left first and read your your progressions from left to right, or read your progressions right to left. And he can't do anything but that. That could be a possibility, but that can't be everything because there is too many. Um, um, instances where you see Sam Donald just just missing basic football info for a quarterback, not for me, for a quarterback. As a quarterback, understanding leverage is something that's very important. If you see a safety, right, and he he's playing, you he's a single high safety, and instead of him being shaded to the left, he's shaded to the right, meaning he's leaning more to the left. Your read on the on the left should be null and void right there, especially if you know you have to go downfield because he would be leaning that way. That means one of your guys are going to get doubled or there's going to be a smaller window over on the left than there would be on the right. Sam Donald on this particular play, which I was, I'm talking about, was actually in the red zone, threw the ball to the left. Makes absolutely no sense. This is not a gaze issue. If you if you see, even if the read supposed to be left to right, or your read was supposed to go left, when the safety is leveraged to the left, you should nullify that read instantly. The fact that he can't see that is a problem. The fact that he can't see when linebackers or corners are, are, are basically leaning on one side. That is a problem. That's on him. It's almost like he is not processing information properly right now for some reason. The, the saddest thing about this is that I've seen Sam do these things before. So it's very uh, kind of, it's scary to see him go through this. He's going through a period of re recession that I did not see coming, you know, um, so, so this is like this is the worst thing. This is the worst thing for Jess for us Jess fans. This is the worst thing. The 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 rhetoric on on Twitter about about the first round pick. This is demoralizing and disappointing because that means we would have to start from scratch again for a franchise that has been starting from scratch for the last twenty years. This is this is ridiculous. And and as much as I I. I, I hate the dark, same old Jets conversation. You can't fault people for saying this because there's nothing here that points out that there's some kind of future. I mean, it's very small. There's very minuscule pieces, but these things are not supported by bigger things. There's nothing here to really grab onto. And that's the scary part about it. I know. He ran for 80, he had an 80 yard run, whatever high yard run he had. What does that mean for a quarterback? If when making reads and throwing the ball is, more, is most important, you know? So, so I feel for us, I, I, for fans, man, you know, this is the, you know, um, until the kid could show 
that he could revive whatever flashes that he had in his rookie season and sometime and last year, I would side with the fans that uh want to jump ship. It's only it it I mean, come on, what else do you want them to do? You know, a lot of this stuff is ridiculously technical, and a lot of fans are not that technical. They go by what they see. There's the team is not winning, and the quarterback is not seeing the field. That's that's enough information for them to make a decision on the fact that probably Sam Donald is not going to be the quarterback that we need him to be here in New York. He might revive those flashes that he had early in the season somewhere else, but. At this point, right now, it does not seem that way. He might change his change us our mind when he come gets back on the field, because Gay said he's not gonna be starting this week. But right now, at this moment, he does not seem like the quarterback we thought he was gonna be. That's number that's number one of the darkness. The second one is the fact that our defense hmm. is non-existent. I mean. <laughs> I, I I mean maybe with an insert an, uh, a little insertion of some of the uh, players that we that was on IR, they're coming back. Um, 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 Cashman on on uh, one of the linebackers, which if he could come in and give us some speed, some sideline to sideline speed, that might help to get us. But I have no idea what the overall issue is here. Um, <laughs> Not um I know I was saying <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. Marcus May is a solid player, but Marcus May is no Jamal Adams. No. Mc, 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 McDougal is a disappointment. Uh we don't have corners. Nope. <laughs> Anybody that thought Austin was a number one corner, yeah. Uh go back and look at the film. <laughs> no. Nope. So so we and and I've said it over and over again. Our linebackers are horrible, and and every if I like I said, every Williamson to me the return of Cashman. If Cashman could actually come in and play like a pro, and there's a possibility with him and Avery we could kind of tie down the, the 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 position for a little bit. But that's an outside chance. So, down, uh, Davin, that's all I got, man. Listen, for, I, the only reason why I picked them to win is because we were going up against a third-string, <laughs> undrafted quarterback making his first career start. And the guy looked like a, you know, a seasoned pro going against us. Yeah, he did throw three, uh, three picks. and one oh, was Three quarters, six. he looked like a seasoned pro. Yes, yeah. So, I, I mean, how in the world can we give up, what, 37 points against that guy? That's the part that blew me away. I could, you know what, what you're saying about the offense, and I get it, but a part of that too is just, I think, horrible, horrible coaching. Because, oh, I yeah, think, no, right. I'm sorry if I left that out. Yeah, no, no, no. so much, but yeah, it is definitely horrible. You know coaching. what, when, when you watch, when you watch other games, and I'm not talking about the good teams, I'm talking about the teams that were supposed to be bad this year, like, say, Miami, Cincinnati, Detroit. Detroit's bad, but. Uh, when you watch these other teams play, you, they look like they got a shot at the game. You know, like, wow, all right, they're probably going to lose. But you know what? Number one, they're playing like they want to win. And two, they're playing that they believe that they can win. And you think they have a shot, you know, but you say, all right, 
you know what, they're still going to get blown out or they're still going to get beat. And I see that in Miami. I see a team that's just not good enough, but they play like they want to win. To me, with the Jets, I don't see that heart. And I don't see it from the sidelines. I don't see it on the, on the field either. I'm sure they want to win. I'm, I'm sure they're not playing to lose. But you could see at least those other teams, they're in position. They're put in position to do the best that they possibly can. Like here, I just don't see that here. And it's kind of embarrassing. And it shows you how bad of a coach he is. And another thing, we said it last, last week with, um, with Gase not talking to Donald on the sidelines when he was having a bad game. And, you know, you see that too. And to me, all, all you see Gase do as a head coach is have his head inside of his little play paper there that he's got. And he keeps <laughs> making notes on it and stuff like that. To me, what I would love to see him do and say, you know what, and admit to it and say, you know what, I'm going to give the offensive play calling to uh, the offensive coordinator, the guy who's supposed to make the, the, the play calls. Let him call the plays, okay, and I'm going to concentrate on the game. And I'm going to see, and I'm going to watch the game and, and be able to pick up things that I'm, I'm not going to be able to pick up if I'm looking at a piece of paper the whole friggin' game. Because to me, that's another issue I can't stand. He's a head coach. He's not – I understand he's, he's calling the plays on offense, but you got to be in the game. A head coach, not many head coaches can do that, be a, uh, call the plays on offense or defense, and be the head coach. There's not many that are good enough to do that, and obviously he's not. Maybe he would be better just as the coordinator and just call the plays, and that's it. But unfortunately, he's got to do everything. You know, He's got to watch the game. He's the head coach, and I don't see that from him. I don't see the leadership you, at all from ask, Yeah, you're asking too much of a guy that's not a leader. He's just not a leader. Um, there's been several quotes of, 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 of Gase that just tells you. It's almost like he takes his players and he throws them under the bus. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. There's, there, was, there, was like a, a, there was like 10 plays that if we had executed correctly, um, um, would have turned the game right around. What? <laughs> Not not regular coach speak. I thought regular coach speak was, oh, um, ow, you know what? <clears throat> we did not play well this week. This, you right. know, and I didn't coach well enough. We, we're gonna go back to the draw, drawing board and come back next week and give us give give you our best shot. Sounds like what coaches normally say. Not, oh, my players didn't execute the plays that I came up with. That's bull. You know that's bull. Don't try to sell us that. You know, that's to me, that's pure, that's poor leadership on his part, you know. So, so that, so you're asking too much of a man that's just not a leader, unfortunately. He shouldn't be a head coach. And please, all the people that say Greg Williams should be the head coach, maybe as an interim head coach just to finish out the year, okay. But after that, no, he can't be a head coach. I mean, just look at, look at what his defense gave up against. Brett Rippon, <laughs> 38 points, 37 points. That's I will, def- I, will de- I will defend him to a certain point. Now, don't get me wrong no. now, right? I totally agree with you on the whole coaching thing, but he does not have a lot to work with. He really doesn't. And, and, and um, so, you, so, he, so, again, <laughs> you're asking a little bit too much of somebody – if they don't have the right tools, you know, you can't implement things, you know, you can't make magic 
you know, out of nothing. You know, this is not talking some about kind a, of... Look what you're talking about. An undrafted quarterback, third string making his first career start. I don't care who you got <laughs> as your personnel. You got to outcoach. I'm sorry. You got to outcoach them. You have to. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me explain. Let me, ex- let me explain what I mean. Right. So, so the Jets, the Jets linebackers can't cover nobody because I they're, they're, I get it. They're, I'm, I'm not, they're, I'm they're not. spot, they're, they're spot <laughs> dropping because nobody, they're not. Well, you know what? I take this out. I think, you know what? I, I changed my mind and I, and oh, it's my prerogative. I, I, I changed my mind whenever I, I want. I, I totally agree with Chris. Chris, <laughs> I totally f- forget what I said just no, a no, second no. ago. I'm agreeing I, with you too. So, we do have crap. Yeah. I'm not saying we got anything better. No, no, because you know what? Because one of the things, one of the points I really wanted to make about the whole uh, Greg Williams thing was the, which I totally forgot until I started talking a minute ago, was the way, the things he's asking linebackers to do, where teams are taking advantage of, they can't, they, the linebackers cannot cover because he's asking them to play zone in the middle of the field and spot drive and cover grass instead of match. Now, this is, this is the NFL in 2020. You don't call defensive schemes from the 1950s. This is, you know, you match. So if, so there's a reason why teams take advantage of the middle of the field, you know? So, so if, so if let's say I'm the linebacker on the edge on the right-hand side and there's a tight end and the tight end and there's a wide receiver just close to him because it's a, it's a, 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 a trips, that's like bunched up, right? Now I have to match with the safety. So if the if the tight end goes out, I I take the first out. You know, it's like I take the first out or you take the first in. That's what that's what called that's what matching called is matching is called. You know, it's communication between the safety and the linebackers to understand who's going where and who takes what. Not just dropping into a certain spot and, and waiting for the ball to be thrown your way. That's ridiculous. You know? So, so you, you're totally right about the whole um, um, Greg Williams thing also. So we should throw away our whole coaching staff at this point. Absolutely. They all deserve to go. <laughs> they all suck. <laughs> we need a complete, complete teardown and a whole new coaching staff to come in. I mean – and that brings up the other thing, you know, you brought up a good thing about Donald. Is is he going to be the answer? This is what we're going to know. This is the biggest question the rest of the year. Is Donald going to be here next season or are we going to draft uh, Trevor Lawrence with that first pick? Because I don't see us getting any wins, let alone one or two wins. So we should get the number one pick. So let's assume we're going to get that number one pick. Will they keep Donald and say, okay, you know what? Yeah, we, this is a mess. I think with a better offensive coordinator, better players, he'll be, you know, he'll be what we think he's going to be. Or they, you know what, he's so badly damaged and Trevor Lawrence is just too good to pass up and they're going to draft Lawrence. I think that's going to be the biggest question. I think you're right, what you said. I think we're going to draft Trevor Lawrence. I'll be honest, as much as I love <laughs> Donald. And I don't think Donald's bad. And I think he's going to go somewhere else and be pretty good. But I think Lawrence is just that special that, you know, that they're going to draft him. Uh, uh, 
I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to leave mine nice and short and sweet. Um, <laughs> since y'all both said what y'all said and nailed it. Um, I, I, I knew I knew to go against the damn Jets. Um, no disrespect. I don't. I didn't trust them. Um, for one, and for two, I was expecting Gates to go, but instead, Bill O'Brien got fired, which we will talk about in a minute. Um, very upset at that. But it is what it is. It's a new day. Um, shout out to Crowder and, and not yes. just Crowder, also Jeff Smith. Jeff Smith yes. actually has seven catches, eighty-one yards. Yep. I yes. think I think I, I, okay, we 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 are right. Well yes. uh Sam Sam is out. Um Flacco's starting, but we have Le'Veon Bell back. We have Vincent uh Vincent Smith, Zuniga. And Cashman is going to be active for Sunday's game, for what I know. So, um, I, I'm this is this is terrible. Like the the game was terrible. I'm not going to bash them too much. I forgot to post for y'all. Um, I will be posting it up tomorrow or Friday. Um, the the lost episode, the uh, the Jets, the Jets fans bar episode two. Um, so y'all, y'all can hear more how, how we felt about the game. It, it was, it was crazy and extreme, but it was also truthful too. So I'm not going to say, say too much and I'm not going to ruin it for y'all. So <laughs> we got the Cardinals. So we got the Cardinals on Sunday. Uh, let's do a quick review of the Cardinals. And after that, uh, let's get our score predictions let's get our score predictions. So go right ahead, Sharman. Uh, right now offensively uh you uh well not right now but after the last game cardinals game um there's a little bit of uh worry on the cardinals side about their quarterback but that's to be uh expected because no matter you know he's still a very young qb so he's going to have these games um i think i think the the uh uh i think some people were pointing out the fact that he basically was going up against a coach that understood him from college, and basically the 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 game plan was to um, take away the things that he likes to do because they the coach had a really high understanding of what uh, he um, the QB is right now, and that's understandable. I mean, you know, he, you know, he's not a evolved quarterback. He's not all of a sudden a pro NFL quarterback right now. You know, he's very promising, you know, but but it's going to take time on that. Um, but other than that, um, they have a lot. They're a young team. They have a lot of young players that are struggling at their positions at the moment. Uh, that will happen. But they're very they're still a very promising team. Um, they run the ball very well. And um, and uh, the one thing that we should be able to do is stop them from throwing the ball. But. That's asking too much of us, I guess. Uh, you know. <laughs> so, but um, but other than that, um, they have really talented players on a lot of positions. So, something we don't have. So, that's it. Yeah, they they, they did struggle le- uh, last week, but you know they're probably going to not struggle against us. I can't see them two <laughs> weeks in a row. Um, yeah, I I, I I'm seeing a, an Arizona win this week against us. I don't see us beating them. Um, it's going to be tough because Kyler Murray, they, they, they brought up a stat the other day where he's one of 
like four quarterbacks or in pretty recent memory that has had, tw- had at least 20 something completions and only and less than 150 yards passing, which yep. he did last week, which yep. shows you, I guess, a lot of short passes. And if you look at the receivers, Hopkins, seven catches, uh, 41 yards. Uh, Chase Edmonds, five for 24. Christian Kirk, three for 19. You know, and all that, short and, passes. Yeah, and that's what and that's what I was I meant when I said that they basically that defense came in and game planned for Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. and and basically created that situation where that was all they were w- w- willing to give them the short passing game. They would not give them anything downfield. Right. And um and I think a stat was also out there about the fact that they really don't have a a big downfield passing game. So if you kind of play a prevent defense like uh cover four palms, you basically create, just keep everything in front of you. You basically create an issue for them. The thing is not every team will be able to execute that, you know, because you'll have to stop them from running the ball down your third first, which they do very well. And at the moment we are not pretty, not really good at doing, stopping anybody from doing anything. So. So what's the score predictions? Uh, uh, You know, uh, unless I'm a, unless I'm, just a dumb Jets fan. I'm not gonna say the Jets are gonna win this game. Like I said, that team is uh, immeasurably more talented than we are. So I'd say um, maybe Flacco shows us another side of the offense. That's the only thing I'm look I'm looking forward to. But I say this is a twenty twenty one to ten Cardinals. I'm going to guess a little bit more, but I'm going to say like 31-21 Arizona. Well, uh, this, yeah, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to fuck y'all head up a little bit. Um, <laughs> and the not going to even come close to that. So that's, um, not, not, e- not even. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to mess with y'all head a little bit because we already, we, we already the, the headline story of the year so far. So <laughs> if Flacco wins the game, the question is oh, about Darnold. So, so for some apparent reason, with Le'Veon Bell, Vincent Smith, we got another wide receiver coming back, Zaniga, and then we got Cashman coming back. Um, Are you going to say what I think you're going to say? Yes, I'm going to say it, and I hate to say it. <laughs> wow, the Jets are going to the Jets Jeez. the Jets are going to win in a 24-21 game, and after that, they're going to question more about Darnold. And and it's not going to get no better. It, this is not going to get no better anytime soon. So let the let the uh, can of worms open up. <laughs> <laughs> Man, wow, that's uh, that's a shocking pick Some right there. Dark, that's a dark prediction, bro. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that's a very dark prediction, okay. but it's just something. It's just something to really think about. We we have been the laughing stock. Not just this season, but for the last decade, you know, last decade and some change. So I'm just, I'm just like, I just won't be shocked if the Jets win this game. You know, Kyler Murray is is on a, a struggle. The team is the team is on the struggle, and you know, I won't be surprised if the Cardinals win. But I, but I won't be surprised if the Jets win. So if I if I get this pick right, then so be it. This this is yes. This gotta be the epitome <laughs> of a Jets fan. There can't be more painful 
than winning a game that you have no business winning just to stoke more fire. <laughs> right. It, it, exactly. <laughs> then you already exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because the first article of, of Monday's newspaper and um and also not this newspaper but social media is oh if Faco can win, is Donald is is Donald really the answer, or or shall we just get rid of him? It, it's just going to open a can of more worms than what it is. I will now, so I will tell you. Let it I'll begin. You, I agree. I will tell you my feelings. I will tell you my feelings about that whole Flacco thing right there, right now, and uh, and Robbie Sable kind of posted it uh, on on Twitter earlier. This offense fits Joe Flacco. I've said it a million times that Adam Gase basically wants. Donald to be Peyton Manning, and Donald is not Peyton Manning. Joe Flacco is a Peyton Manning-type quarterback, so he will fit the offense more. That does not mean that all of a sudden Donald could not play the offense because he sucks. Yeah, so not that, that's, my, that. that's my opinion. In yeah, Before it even starts, let, I'll just give you my opinion. No, you know, it, it's kind of funny. You might be right, Davin, because it's kind of setting up for Flacco to come in because you got, um, like you said, you got Vincent Smith coming back. You got Le'Veon Bell coming back. So he's got less, you know, he's going to have a couple more options that (laughs) Sam has not had. So it's kind of setting up for what you're saying. I just think Flacco's going to get hit a lot. I don't. I don't think Flacco going to get hit as much because because he knows how to release the ball. The one, two, three release, you know, and that's something Darnold had a problem with against the uh, the Broncos that we that we had saw. He had a, he had a little bit of flashes, but then it was some of them that we that we all questioned. And right. I've, and, and with Flacco being a, a actual veteran quarterback, Super Bowl champion. He he will he will be able to do the stuff that Donald that Donald can't do at the moment. I'm gonna say at the moment because we yes. know Donald can 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 have his can have his moments too. But I'm just saying because of Flacco's veteran you know leadership, I'm I I won't be surprised. I would not be surprised if the Jets win this game oh, like and and let and let the and let them can of worms <laughs> open the up. Worms will be all over the place on Monday. Yeah, I'll say that. Yes. Yes. Sunday night, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <get> <laughs> exactly. Oh, um, let's let's talk let's let's talk about our uh, our headline of the week. GM and head coach Bill O'Brien got fired, and mm-hmm. and this is so interesting because for what was said from Adam Schefter, uh, JJ Watt and Bill O'Brien got into a, uh, a heated um, <clears throat> a heated exchange. Um, kind of verbal at practice two weeks ago because J.J. Watt told Bill O'Brien he has lost the locker room. Ah, man, and J.J. Watt said, no disrespect to the man, but we need a fresh start. So, Chris, uh, how, how, did, how do you feel about that? Was that the right move for the Texans? I, I think so. I mean, I, think, I personally still think Bill O'Brien's a pretty good head coach, um, even though he did make that huge mistake last year in the playoffs. But um, – I, I still think he's a good head coach, but there are times when changes need to be made and you kind of run its course. And I think this is a great example of it between the coaching being down 0 and 4 now and, you know, coming off an off season where he made a very questionable trade trade in DeAndre Hopkins and he wasn't supposedly he wasn't getting along with him either. So this is where the coach GM combo doesn't work out. You know, because this is where if the coach and a player was not getting along with each other, 
the GM would come down and tell the, tell the coach or tell the player, listen, you know, first he would tell the coach, listen, you got one of the best wide receivers in the league right now. And he's our franchise quarterback's favorite target and they get along great. They got great chemistry. So you know what? He's, he's going to be here. So you got to figure this out and just get along with him and make it work. And then he's got to tell the player too, listen, you, you don't have to like the coach. You're not, you know, just, just, you're not hanging out with him after, after the game. So it doesn't matter. Just figure it out. But obviously it was, it was too far gone, but this is where O'Brien being the GM stepped in and go, I just, I'm just going to get rid of this guy. And he brought back, like you would say, loose change instead of impact players. And this is why you got an 0-4 start or part of the reason why you got an 0-4 start. The Larry uh, Tensel, uh, what's his name? The lineman. Laramie, Laramie Tensel. Laramie Tensel. I'm sorry. The, that, that trade hasn't worked out so well because um, Deshaun Watson is still running for his life, you know, and they gave up a one and a two. So this year they don't even got two, their top two draft picks. So this is, this is his, uh, becoming a mess. So I think O'Brien is, I'm sure he's uh, not happy about getting fired, but getting fired now is the best time because you, you're getting out of a big mess. And, um, and it took, you know, J.J. Watt to have a, an issue with him to say, hey, listen, you lost the team. The team's not behind you anymore. So, so that basically tells the owner, yeah, if, if the players are not behind the coach, it's time to move on. You know, and I'm sure O'Brien's going to find another job. I mean, he's a, he's a good head coach. He's just not a good GM. So uh, hopefully he'll, he'll find something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, my feelings towards Bill O'Brien, I've, I've said over and over again over here, um, um, he's one of those guys that I think that's a, oh, man, oh, oh, I, I don't want to go as far as saying he's a fraud, but he's not what he seems to be. Um, I think, I think, um, I think a lot of what happened in tech in Texas, I think showed you the kind of person he really is in a negative way. Um, I think, I think he took advantage of a situation under the, under, um, in the Texans organization when the, the, the owner passed away, um, basically, um, in a, a time when he could have solidified the team by bringing in somebody to be the GM and aiding him in creating the atmosphere that was more comfortable for the team, he hired himself as a GM. Um, that, to me, that was like, you know, that was uh, being unaware, you know, of your, of your surroundings and, and, and what's going on in reality. I think, I think, and then it just compounded situations like having personal issues with players and making it personal because you was the coach and the GM. So you could fire the player just because as the coach, you had a disagreement with the player. Um, when J.J. Watt, your leader of the, which, which people don't make no mistake, as much as Deshaun Watson is the quarterback, there's nobody that gets more respect in that locker room than J.J. Watt. So if J.J. Watt comes up and tells you that you've lost the team, there's no, let's have a big argument about it. There's nothing wrong in what he said. He's speaking from knowledge that players were behind him when they told him that, you know, instead of sitting down and having a regular conversation about, Hey guys, what can we do to fix this? You know, since, since I've lost the locker room, what way can we go? What, what, is there another way that we, we can go? And instead of the, 
you know, the whole verbal, you know, confrontation crap. Same way he had a verbal confrontation with ex wide receiver for the Houston Texans, uh, um, uh, was Hopkins. You know, that to me, this kind of underscores the kind of person he seems to be. He wants to be, you know, like a lot of these coaches, they all want to be like, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, you guys have to, <laughs> um, the uh, Patriots coach. Uh, Bill Belichick. Belichick. You know, he wants to be wants, you know, and nobody could be Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is special. <laughs> and oh, and look what happened. He's from Belichick too, wasn't he? Who? Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Right? So yeah. that's another one. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. You know, and 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 don't get me wrong, he has his own highlights. You know, I, Chris and I always talk about the fact that when he was in, in, in Penn State, you know, the job he did in Penn State, especially just after the, the, the debacle with, uh, with the former um, Paterno. trainer. Right. You know, um, that, that, I mean, that's, under, that's to, un, to be understood. But, but that was a moment in time. You have to understand and you have to evaluate the whole career. And um, I don't know, man. I mean... I, Chris, you still believe he's a great coach? I think he's an okay. I think he's great. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, you know what? I'm also preparing myself <laughs> that this offseason. Oh, no. Don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. That's why I'm saying he's, he's a not good coming coach. to New York. Uh, I have, I've seen this in, on Twitter a million times. I'm like, listen, this is not happening. I promise you, if this guy becomes the New York Jet. And people are gonna probably kill me for this. I am not gonna be a Jets fan after this. <laughs> if Bill O'Brien becomes the Jets coach, I'm not a Jets fan. I'm out. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but I could see it. I could see it. You know. So, and it's um, not. Hey, listen, it's not as bad as bringing Gase in. He's definitely better than Gase. <laughs> I don't know how much better, but he's definitely better than Gase. There's nobody. Yeah. Really I okay. think Bill Douglas would get to choose this guy. I don't, I don't think Bill Bryan is, is one of them. And also, I think the 31 uh, other team owners know now that uh, Bill Bill O'Brien is not a, a GM, so keep him at a head, head coach status. So there you go. Hey, but also, let, we got to talk about this. Who's going to be next on the chopping block? Is it going to be Quinn from Atlanta? Is it going to be Patricia? Is it going to be Gase? It'll be, be Quinn. Next? It'll be Quinn. It'll be quiet because they should right now they should be three and one. And there's no and there's no excuses for choking in, in the first three games. Um the game against the Packers, which we'll talk about, was was just straight execution from Aaron Rodgers and them. But them first three games, they they should have won them, all three of them, and they lost in the last yeah. quarter. So it's no excuse. Um yeah. so Dan Quinn is on the chopping block. Uh, Patricia got a win. So I don't I, I can see him on the I can see him on the chopping block after the season. And apparently for gays it all it all depends on how every everything goes before the bye week. <laughs> um, I think the season I think the decision is made already. In my opinion, whatever the Jets are gonna do with Gase, I think that decision is made already. I think I think we're just not preview to it. Yeah. yeah, I think he's. I think he's just going to be coached the rest of the year because they know is making a coaching change is going to make a difference in the team. Probably not. You know, we're already zero and four, so maybe they'll give him a few more weeks. And like you said, I I personally think 
the earliest he'll go is the bye week in between the Dolphin games. That would be, to me, the earliest. If he doesn't go then, then, you know, who knows? Who cares how many more weeks he's lasted? But he'll definitely be gone in the offseason for sure. Yeah. Yeah, very true. Um, so, so Chris, let's talk about uh, the proto, uh, not even the protocols, COVID-19 real quick. Uh, Gilmore, uh, Hurst from the Raiders, two, two other Tennessee Titans players tested positive. Um, they showed Mahomes, uh, I guess Pat, I guess Pat uh, Gilmore on the back at the end of that game. And now they're doing tougher protocols for teams for, for COVID. Um, how, could you, how could you see things playing out? Do you think uh, any of the games for this week will be postponed? Uh, I don't know. Maybe the Tennessee game <laughs> is going to get uh, postponed. But personally, I, I think the only way you're going to fix this, because forget about protocols, forget about draft picks being taken away if, the, if it comes to that. The only way you're going to fix this is by having some kind of bubble for these teams. Be in a hotel. You know, you're not going to go home. You're not going to leave the facility. You're just going to go to a hotel and then come back, and that's it. I, I, I can't see it being any other way because some of these guys just, you know, either they go out, they have a good time, whatever, they're not taking it serious. Or maybe, you know what, it might be just going home and they get it from their wife or their kids who are, are going to be at school or whatever else going to the store. It might be as simple as that, but they got to limit interactions with these players. And I know the players are going to hate to be in a bubble for the next couple of months. And I get it. It sucks. But I think it's the only way that you're going to be somewhat foolproof on this because it, you go, all you got to do is look at it, how it worked in the NHL and the NBA and MLS actually uh, for their tournament. Um, I know it was different because they were in one location, but they could do it here and just have, you know, wherever you're playing from, you're going to have a hotel right where your facility is. And that's it, you know, and I think that's the safest way. Otherwise, and, and here's the other thing too. We may not hear the end of all these positive tests until by the end of the week or even next week, because Monday night, like, like you said, Gilmore played, he might've yep. had it playing. He might've been infected already while he was playing and he probably was. So think about if he was playing while he was infected, not that he was showing symptoms or anything, but if he had it, he could have been spreading it all game. Mm. I mean, just think about how many guys he tackled and how many people he was talking to on the sidelines and none of them had masks on. Then at the end, he was talking to Mahomes pretty close. You know, they were kind of hugging each other. <laughs> so we might not, this might not be the end of it for, for this connection between the Patriots and the Chiefs. We might see, positive tests coming out by the Chiefs. It might come out later on, you know, just because they're negative. Well, do, you think, do you think it came from Cam Newton? Because remember, Cam couldn't play that game. It might be, COVID. yeah. It, it's very possible, and this is, obviously. <laughs> and this is, the, this is the thing. This is why contact tracing is important. Um, um, depend, uh, don't, uh, uh, some politicians will tell you it's not, and it, does, it doesn't matter, but this is why contact tracing is important. If one player gets it, like we just stated, they could basically rewind his steps and find out where he took he was in contact and with who, and know who they could who has to go on quarantine and who doesn't, and you will start seeing the moves that they make to to be able to basically uh, work on getting everybody tested regularly for the next how many a couple of days every day. 
to make sure there's no positives and then they will move forward from that. There's contingency plans in place for that. I think the same thing happened in baseball and baseball came from under it. Uh, so the, um, we just have to be patient. Um, I think this is all going to work out. We stated before the season started that this is going to be a possibility that there are going to be multiple teams that's going to have multiple blow, uh, um, you know, mass um, infection and infected players. So um, I, I know it's scary, but I think they, they would work it out. Well, the only thing is, like with baseball, you could have double headers, especially they, they shorten their double headers to seven innings. So they could do that. Baseball, you could do that. Football, you can't have a double header, obviously. So you nope. can't really make up these games. And you only got that one extra week, the bye week, to make up a game. So well, that's they're thinking of, a little tricky. Well, didn't they say they were thinking of adding a week 18 just in case? Yes. Yeah, right. just in so case. You, Right, so you're only talking about a one, one, one game, maybe one week or two weeks that they can make it up. So if a team misses two weeks, you know that's that's where it's going to get have a problem. So yeah. I think to me, to be honest, I think they got to sit down with the players' association and say, "Listen, we gotta we gotta put you guys in a bubble because not that you know, but it's you know you don't want to say that they don't have responsibility or they're not taking it serious enough, but that's what it comes down to." You know, I mean, you got to be really careful, just like we are, just like most of America is. I know there's some people that still think it's nothing or whatever, or they don't believe in it or whatever. God knows what they think. But there's some people that just are not taking it serious enough. Mm. And some of these players are probably like that, you know, and they got to take it more serious. And no matter what, you know, the fines are going to come down on who? They're going to come down on the team, not really on the players. So I guess the player doesn't care about that or a draft pick. Players don't care about that. Teams do. A GM does. A coach does. Sure. But uh, I, I, th that's why I think the only way that's going to solve it is putting these guys in a bubble. I think one team that's going to mess all of this up is the Miami Dolphins because they got approval uh, from the governor for 65,000 seats in uh, the stadium for that oh, full capacity. So I can see it happen. I can see it. But thankfully, they're smart enough to do a full house yet. Well, well, they, they could get approval as much as they want, but if the NFL deems that uh, not fit, they, they, they won't allow it. No matter what the, the, the right. state says, it's up to the NFL. So, Then the NFL needs to uh, stop it immediately. Uh, yep. Because if they don't stop it immediately, I feel like that they're gonna they're gonna have that full capacity, and then all hell is gonna break loose for the NFL. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin, the numbers started flying up, and they they were actually starting to add uh, numbers a certain um, number of fans. I think I don't. I'm not sure, but it was up to like ten thousand fans lately in the last in the last game. I want to say, and they had to curtail that. They had to cut that back because then now now Wisconsin's uh, uh, infection numbers are flying through the roof. So, mm. so things like that will happen, man. We've been saying that from the jump that there will be advances and there's going to be step, you know, few step back. You know, dealing with something like that is is going to take time. Florida is nuts. I mean, the, the governor <laughs> is definitely is. He's actually out of his mind. So, uh, thankfully, the thankfully the team right now is still saying only whatever a few thousand people at the game for now, but. I'm sure in a couple of weeks, if, if their numbers don't go ridiculously out of out of control, I'm sure they're going to say, "Okay, yeah, let's, let's don't do don't get me st don't get me started about Florida, man, man, and my personal feelings." But 
that's a, that's a story for another day. I have friends and family down there, so trust me. I don't, want to, I don't like to say anything too bad, but the governor is a whack yes. job. It's as simple as that. He's too far yes. off the president's butt. But all right, let's go back. Yeah. To that's, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so um, back to football. The week, uh, before we get into the, uh, the week four uh, results of the NFL games, uh, who's, who is your player of the week for week four? You know, I, I, oh. I, I thought about this. I wanted to think a little bit outside the box. There were better players, so he didn't have the best game. But I think what Herbert showed, yes, playing, playing against Brady, you know, you're playing against the GOAT, basically, right, the greatest of all time. And he went toe-to-toe with that guy. He didn't flinch. He didn't get, you know, overly nervous or anything like that. The guy had a pretty good game in a shootout. He did lose – you know, Brady throws five touchdowns, even though Brady threw a pick six again. But um, I, I, you know what? You got to give this kid a lot of credit, man. He could have, he could have definitely been a deer in the headlights, been like, oh my God, I'm playing against Tom Brady and, um, and not had a great game. But the guy, the kid had a great game, man. And who knows? From this day forward, he may not be, you know, an elite quarterback going forward. He, this might be just a one year thing or a two year thing for him and he might crash. But uh, you know what? Give, give this kid credit, man. Great game. He's going to remember this game for the rest of his life. Man, I got so many choices. Yeah, uh, there were a lot of good ones. Yeah, there was a lot of good players. But I think the player I want to um, salute more than anything is, uh, is uh, Aaron Rodgers, man. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I know. I know. He played against he – was, he, was, basic, he basically was playing against a Falcons team that had the backups to the backups playing in there in there on defense. But um, he also had backups to backups wide receivers. So, um, so he, and he torched them. So I, I'd say, I, in my opinion, Aaron Rodgers was the man of the week. Give him, crown him. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, I think the first one I'm going to give it to is, uh, the Packers tight end, uh, Tyon, if I, if I think I said it right. Um, yep. 98 yards, three touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers yep. got him. I, I don't know. Without Devontae Adams, Rodgers has proven himself once again that he could find these people that we do not know <laughs> the ball. And and the Packers is, are, are amazing right now. And um, and I want to and, and I want to give not just a player, but the team, the player of uh, players of the game, and that is the Philadelphia Eagles for beating the 49ers. Nobody didn't expect it. Um, nope. I kind of, <laughs> and you know what the crazy thing was? I was gonna, I was gonna text y'all say. Can I can I change my Eagles pick? And I know that I couldn't. It, it, it was like I think it was like three p.m. or four p.m. I was like, oh my god, watch the Eagles fucking win this game. This old top people, this wow, old the coach that? to prove. Yes, I had a really weird feeling, and I didn't say it. I just said, let me just leave it alone. And, and the Eagles won. So shout out to the Eagles. Um, it was a tough. It was a tough game. Uh, Kittle had an amazing game. Yeah. Uh, came back in full form. But shout out to the Eagles for overcoming that, and you know and that's about it. Um, so let's let's go into our uh, let's go into our uh, reviews. Uh, we got uh, the Bengals. Uh, shout out to Joe Burrow, first win against the Jaguars, thirty-three to twenty-five. Yeah, I mean they're probably not going to win many games this year, but it looks like they're going to be in, in a lot of them. You know, give uh, Blue it a Burrow, skip Blue it, our friend Blue it, uh, Joe Burrow. Give Burrow man a lot of credit. This guy. No preseason, 
not much practice in and this kid's playing like he's, you know, like this isn't his first career season, you know, his first game. So uh, hats off to him, man. They're going to be in a lot of games. Yeah. Um, the kid, con he continues to flash. Um, um, I, I like to keep my, my praise for rookie quarterbacks down a little bit because, because yes, they're playing, they play well early. Um, um, but when teams figure them out, that's when you really have to uh, look to, to see if they're going to be the same QB they are now. But I'm, there's nothing – you can't take nothing away from Joe Burrow right now. He's playing well. Um, I, li I, like, I, like, I like his poise. I like his attitude, man. Um, hats off to him, definitely. I think, I think, and I think what made the difference was uh, Mixon opened up the game, 150 yards uh, rushing, 25 carries, two touchdowns, and I think it gave Mixon the ball for heaven's sake. These yes. like <laughs> definitely, they, it's almost like they're scared of giving him the ball. The first, the first game they gave him 20 or more carries. There you go. Yeah, better results. Um, I think it's time to say goodbye to AJ Green. I don't yeah. know. If it's just oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, he he is not. He can't. He can't even run no more, man. He don't. He look like a shell of himself. One yeah. catch. <laughs> this week. <Yep. sighs> Dang. Pray prayers to him, man. Because I would never want to see that out of that guy. That guy was he before injuries. Sad. He was a great player. You know. Yes, sir. Uh, and not. And I hope he. I hope he gets him back into his not 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 his form because you know his form is done. But hopefully into a, a good a good you know good enough receiver I guess. Um, Browns. Wow, high scoring game. Forty nine thirty eight against the Cowboys. Dude, when are the Cowboys going to start playing defense? Every week it seems like Never. they're giving, they're giving up a crap load of points. I mean, their offense is going to score points, but their defense is just atrocious right now. They have to stop playing catch-up once again. And Elliot, yeah. uh, Elliot, uh, I'm shocked. I didn't know he fumbled the ball three times in the first four games. Um, he has to hold on to that ball. And maybe don't wonder why he's not getting the carries. I don't, I don't know, but... I just feel I just feel the Cowboys got to stop playing catch up. Um, I think they're getting a couple of defensive players back um, this week, for what I for what I read. So maybe that's good news for the Cowboys. But that Prescott has got to stop playing catch up. This is ridiculous. Um, and they lost. And they lost uh, Nick Chubb. And the Browns lost Nick Chubb, which they lost for four to six weeks. But they still managed to win the game. And maybe Beckham is back to his old self. And and you know what? And they got Kareem Hunt, so that's a pretty good backup to have. <laughs> so yeah, you know, people forget people. Some people forget Kareem Hunt is a is a starting caliber running back. He's not a backup. Oh yeah. So so you forget that. But back to the Cowboys. <coughs> uh, you know how legendarily bad the Cowboys defense is. They have allowed thirty eight plus points in three straight games. The last time the Cowboys did that was 1960. That's how bad the Cowboys defense is right now. And uh, the, their safety date, we, we, we've, we've spoken in, we've spoke, we've beat a dead horse talking about how bad their safeties are. Um, uh, they have probably one corner that's okay. I don't know, man. That, um, they, they, their linebackers... They, they uh, drafted Yeah, Diggs. Are, right? Diggs, the kid, right. yeah. He, he's not bad, but he's still a rookie, man. He does rookie he does rookie things. So you can't put all, all of it on the kid, you know. 
but but in but Dak Prescott is basically on an on an on a on a tear. Uh, first player in NFL history to have 450 plus passing yards in three straight games, and it doesn't even seem like his team wants to support that at all. <laughs> they, I mean, even even on on I think there was a particular play where Odell, I think it was an end around or something like that where Odell. Uh, was running, uh, had to run an end around, and he he's coming to the edge. I think uh, the edge player um, uh, uh, forced him to bounce the ball all the way back, almost 14 yards back into the backfield, and no pursuit came to get Odell Beckham. He was able to run all the way back to the line of scrimmage and all the way down the field. That's how bad they are right now, man. And until that defense stops, starts playing bad, even the Giants next week has a chance to beat the Cowboys, unfortunately. And they got, I think, two touchdowns all year or three touchdowns all year so far. So, yeah. And, and, and <laughs> if they again, give points and, to them, they're in trouble. Right. And again, <laughs> Baker Mayfield did not have a fantastic game. And it's, and it's showing to me that the Browns are, I don't want to say kind of getting lucky, um, but 19 out of 30, 165 yards to two touchdown passes. You cannot do that against uh you cannot do that against elite teams. You cannot do that and think you're gonna get away. Cowboys, they scoring thirty or more points, thirty or more points per game, and that's usually a win for the for the for any team, but they just not executing. Yo, what and about what about the throw by Jarvis Landry? That was a great throw. <laughs> Holy cow. He, he should quarterback. Like quarterback. Man, that was some throw, man. That wasn't an easy throw either. No, that, that was, was a, it's a very good throw. Yeah, Ooh. but but on to what Davin was saying about about um, about Baker Mayfield. That um, Davin, I think that's what Baker Mayfield is for now. I think I think, and this is what good coaching does. Instead of leaning on your quarterback that you know is subpar at doing certain things, take the ball out of his hand and Ooh. and represent the team for what it is. The Browns could run the damn ball. And I don't think there's a lot of teams that could actually line up and play and stop them. So you, so you stuff the ball down everybody's throat and then you ask Baker Mayfield to throw the ball a limited amount of times and use your playmakers to the best of their ability. The way um, 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 OBJ was used, use him. Put, make him part of the game. This dude is a ridiculously... Scary athlete, you t- you're taking him, just making him use him as a wide receiver running routes downfield, is limiting his game. So, uh, so this is great coaching, in my opinion, for from the from St- uh, Stefanski. So I like it. Real quick, guys, I'm gonna ask you a question. What defense is the only defense so far through the first four games this year has given up at least 400 yards in every game? <laughs> wow. I'm I'm asking you now during this, but it's not and it, and it's not the Cowboys. No, but we, all right. But when we get to the team, I'll I'll let you know if you if you don't guess. But let's go to the next game and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Uh, uh, Saints, Saints beat the Lions 35-29. Yeah, the Saints had to win that game. I mean, I know it was close, but um, it wasn't close early on. Uh, they did score a couple of touchdowns late, but. I, I, I don't know. The Saints are not impressing me that much. I know they don't have Michael Thomas. With, with, without him, they're not obviously as explosive. Uh, but 
you know what? We, we've been talking about Breeze now for a little over a year that he's not going to be able to throw the deep ball that often and not well. And, you know, all he's got is those short passes. And uh, once the defense keys in on that, you know, but with Michael Thomas, you could do that and still, he's still going to break one out anyway. So, but uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm not impressed by the Saints at all this year. Yeah. Um, they're not running on all cylinders. And, and in my opinion, again, um, that's to me, you can't throw, you can't throw them out right now. You, you should not. Uh, that team is too well, too well coached and they have talent. They have, they're way too talented to think that they're just going to remain that team that you're seeing right now. They, this is what they are right now, but I promise you, they're not going to remain that way oh, uh, for the rest playoffs. of the season. I'm oh yeah, they they're gonna they're gonna beat they're gonna have a streak of wins. Yeah, they haven't they haven't not had a streak of wins in this league for a while now. So you know they're gonna do that. The problem, I think, the bigger problem is that are they gonna be competitive when it matters the most? Um, and that's the that's the question, and that that will remain the question until they do it, until they actually make it to the Super Bowl and win one, right? Yep. Mm. Hey, is the answer to your question the Jets? Nope. No. I'll know that. You, I'll give you a hint. It's going to be in the next game you, you say. The next <laughs> game we're talking about. Oh, oh, Seattle. Correct. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Seattle, Ridiculous. 31. Dolphins, 23. Yeah. Um, um, we, we've, we've, I mean, everybody knows uh, basically who's the MVP of the league right now. It's uh, my boy, you know, Dangerous. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, th- this goes to show you. I mean, th- you know, uh, allow him to. He's just, he's just a perfect NFL quarterback right now, man. He's balling out of control. But yeah, like you stated, Chris. Uh, defense not so good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they're having major issues on defense, and the one guy that they traded that they paid a handsome amount for is on he's on IR right I know he's I know he didn't play he's, but uh, yeah is he he on I don't know yeah I actually don't know if he is on IR or not I, yeah, when, not sure. I don't know when he's coming back but they need him to come back because then when you take him and bring him back then a lot of players get back to where they're supposed to be you know so um so I think that would correct a lot of the issues that they're suffering to from right now but we will see. That is actually like a ridiculous start uh, stat, actually. <laughs> yeah, just so without without Russell Wilson right now, that they'd be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, and, and 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 the fact of the matter is that Fitz Tragic actually caught up, <laughs> caught up, and made it an eight point game is freaking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is crazy to think. Three, I think he still was... had 300 passing yards and two interceptions, no touchdown passes. I thought that was going to be like a two-score game, you know. But like you said, he's he has those games. <laughs> yeah, uh, Buccaneers, uh, high score. Uh, shout out to the Bucks for coming back. Um, 38-31 against the Chargers. But the Bucks lost uh, OJ Howard for the year. Um, they have a couple injuries this week. Um, what's his name is out again? Godwin is out again. The receiver, and I think McCoy's out too. Not that McCoy had that big of a uh, role, but um, this is a, the Bucks are going to score a bunch of points, man. 
regardless of who, who uh, Brady's throwing to. They got a little tougher matchup this week. I think they got Chicago Thursday night. So that should yep. be a good matchup. But, um, and like I was saying before, man, with Herbert, this was, this was a game where he could have gotten nervous and showed that he was, you know, a rookie quarterback. But you know what? The kid just – he stood toe-to-toe with, the, with, you know, arguably the greatest quarterback to ever live. And, and he, he went right with him. So, uh, you know, kudos to him. But Brady in the end throws five touchdowns. He did throw the pick six, his second of the year. But I, I think, I think that whole pick six thing that goes, man. That's his first year playing with a lot of those players. Yeah. A lot of those reads, a lot of those reads that has to be both the quarterback and the and the wide receiver seeing the same thing, and 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 if they don't, you know, you know, they it will happen. Stuff like that will happen. So I, I'm not really like taking that. Like I'm not really paying attention to that at all. Um, the what 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 I'm paying attention to is the fact that he's not even really a hundred percent in sync with these players, right. and he's tearing up almost every defense he's faced yet. You know, so so that that that's just to show, that goes to show you how much of how much potential that team has. And we did say that it would take time for them to get rolling. Yes. And and in my opinion, even if he had five touchdowns, that offense is still not running at on all cylinders. That's the scary part about it. Yeah, because they're not and, all healthy. And Evans, I think, is questionable this week too. Yeah. Mm. And 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 I and you could talk about the offense all day, but uh, Todd Bowles' defense is nothing to sneeze at, man. Mm-mm. And and they're just gonna get better the more they play together. It's 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 their talent. They have way too much talent. And Todd Bowles is just good at being a coordinator, man. That's his. That's it. He's just that good at being a coordinator, not a head coach. Coordinator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm about to say shout out to the Bucks when I win. Uh, the Ravens dominated Washington, thirty-one seventeen. Yeah, I mean this one went basically how we thought it would. You know, maybe even <laughs> right. Maybe even it could have went a little worse. You know, but Washington kind of kept it somewhat close. Um, the big news right out of Washington now, Haskins is the uh, Haskins is not starting anymore, or at least not. This yeah, I, I, I thought it was a little soon for him. I don't know. That's just me. I mean, I think I think it was too because he went thirty-two or forty-five for three hundred yards, no no touchdown passes. No INT. And and you know what, Chris, I gotta give you, I gotta give you, I, I gotta uh, apologize because I think we had this conversation, and you you made mention the fact that because Haskins is not the coach's pick and they have Kyle Allen who is the coach's quarterback. Um yeah. that 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 might that might basically create a situation where Haskins gets uh um Allen gets favor fav uh, fav, a more favorable look. And you were right. Yep. I think that, I think I think I think you were right because what you just stated you said that you think that it was an early pool. Uh, an early benching, and he could have waited a little longer. And I think if if he had drafted um, Haskins, I think he would have been a little bit more patient. I think the fact that he knows Kyle Allen and he under he knows what Kyle Allen could be, and you know um, what else I too? think that created that situation. You, you know what else is, I think is playing into this is that the Redskins are basically a half a game out of first place. You know, the NFC East is a total a total mess. I mean, the, the Eagles are in first place with one win, and the Redskins got one win. So they're probably thinking, hey, you know what? We might be able to steal a, a division out of this. 
if if these guys keep playing this way, you know, they will be lying to themselves. If they if would, they, but because because the Cowboys have the easiest schedule going forward. Look at this, the Cowboys schedule. They they base they coming from this weekend going forward. They I I don't know who they're playing. That's that's actually a scary team. So I don't know. I just – that's what – I think that's part of their – because, I mean, why would you give up on a kid? He's played 11 – I think he started 11 games, and he's played in 13. He's got a 60% uh, completion percentage, which isn't horrible. That's pretty good. He's thrown four touchdowns this year, which is more than our guy. <laughs> Not trying to put him down or anything. But, you know, like, I mean, uh, you may as well leave him in there and see how he does and – you know what? By the end of the year, if he's if he's that bad, then okay, then we have to get somebody. But now you're going to bring in Allen. You really don't know if Haskins is the real deal. I don't think you could say that after 11 okay. games. And think about it too. This is his third coach in 11 game in 13 games. Okay, so so what I just said. Let me take it back a little bit. I, I like to bring. I like to be truthful when I speak. Um, the Cowboys' schedule going forward. Uh, Giants next, Cardinals, Washington, Eagles. Then they have the Steelers before the bye. And when they come back from the bye, they have the Vikings, the Washington again, the Ravens, the Bengals, San Francisco, Eagles, and Giants. They could win this division very simply. Even if they lose to the Steelers, the Vikings, and the Ravens. Oh, yeah. I don't think, uh, I don't think someone's going to have more than seven, eight wins. No, no, it lo- it looks like that. Somebody's gonna win the division at seven and nine. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I'm. I could see that. I mean, unless a team gets really hot, and I don't see that happening with these guys. Nope. I still don't have them winning the division. Shockingly. Really? No, I, I I really don't. I mean, you have the Eagles. December, the Eagles are gonna win. You uh, think? I mean, I mean, that's that. After beating the 49ers, that's a step forward for the Eagles. Now let's see what the how they uh how what they're gonna do with it. That's that's the question. What are they gonna do with that win? Are they gonna be, you know, are they gonna be motivated and win some more games, or is they gonna lose? If they win this Sunday, then then we'll then we'll talk. But if not, then okay, we back to we're gonna go back to square one. But the Eagles, they always have that downfall in November and December, and it's always questionable. So if they eat, so if the Cowboys want to win the division, they they're gonna to have to start winning some games now. Yep. So let's move let's move along. Panthers thirty one, Cardinals twenty one. Yeah, that was a little shocking. You know, I I'm not I wasn't expecting that to happen. I don't think any of us was did, but uh, actually, wait a minute, I had I picked Carolina in that yeah, game. Yeah, you picked Carolina. Up. I, I think I was did. the only one. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I I don't know. Um, Arizona, like like we said, they're, they're still a year or two away probably from really being a really good team. Uh, and Kyle Murray's still going to take a little while. But, you know, but Carolina, man, give them credit. They're hanging in. Defense is solid. With Teddy Bridgewater, you know the offense is going to be a solid offense. Robbie Anderson had another good game. So watch out for Carolina. Yeah, um, we were so wrong about this team, man. Um, and, and I think it, it, it kind of reflects on the, on the fact on their coaching. Uh, he's a rookie coach, but it seems like he has his team playing together <laughs> and everybody knows what they're supposed to do when they're executing what they're supposed to do, man. Robbie Anderson just fits that offense to a T. 
he looks like a totally different player than what than the guy that played for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, yeah, and I, I think I said a little bit of that when we were speaking about the Cardinals earlier, but um, this coach uh, had faced uh, Kyler Murray before, so he understood what Kyler Murray is, you know, basically, and, 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 and created the situation you saw. So, yeah, um, kudos to them, man. I, 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 like, I like what they're doing down there. And again, Robbie Robbie Anderson almost had one yard shot away from 100 yards. He's showing his potential. So, actually, you got to get credit when credit is due. Shout out to Robbie Anderson. Um, Vikings, high, nice, nice game against the Texans, 31-23. to Battle of the winless, desperate teams, and Minnesota pulled it out. Um, maybe Minnesota can get on a roll now. I don't know. <laughs> uh <laughs> They should be better than what they are. They should be better than one and three. I was not expecting them to be a one and three at this point. But and Houston, who knows what's going to happen now with the change of uh, coach with Romeo Crennel being the head coach. I don't know what's going to happen with Houston. They might get better now. You know, if if O'Brien lost the team, they might improve. But I don't know. It's not looking good. Yeah, I, uh, coaching is one thing. Talent is another. Uh, there's uh, specific places in, on on the Texans team that they, that they need to that this that need an upgrade in talent, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see what happens with the coaches uh, with the coach gone if if things are gonna get better. Um, but with the Vikings, um, yeah, none of us saw this coming, man. But they have some key injuries uh, and guys are gonna come back. But the schedule does not get easier, man. Uh, we're talking about uh, Seahawks. And they have a little bit of easier uh, game with the Vikings, with the um, with the Falcons, and then the um, the Packers after that. The Lions, Bears, Cowboys, then Panthers. I mean, am I am I am, did I say this wrong? No. no. The, oh yeah, I did say this wrong. Okay, my bad. <laughs> uh, Seahawks, yeah, Seahawks, Falcons. Packers again, Lions again. Yeah, so yeah, so they they have a shot of pulling it back, man. They have a shot, but there's some scary games on that on that on that thing. They got to play the Saints. They got to play the Bucks. Yeah, you got to win the divisional games too. Those are yeah, the- yeah, they definitely. Yeah, they they're not gonna win as many games as we thought, huh? Because I I think I had them winning a lot more games than. I'm looking yeah, at the schedule. We now. had them winning the division, and it, yeah. it looks like it's not gonna happen. But yep. in order for them to bounce back, the one person that has to bounce back is Kirk Cousins. You yep. can't afford to throw one touchdown pass and think it's okay. Shout out to Dalvin, uh, Dalvin Cook, going going crazy, 130 yards rushing, 27 carries, two touchdowns. Um, but Kirk <laughs> Cousins, the one touchdown, the interceptions, I don't know what the hell is wrong with you this year. Uh, and you're not my favorite person, but I know that you're a better player than this. So in order, so in order for the Vikings to actually be a playoff team, Kirk Cousins has to play better. He has to play better immediately. Um, Rams beat the Giants 17 to nine. A lot closer than we thought. I didn't. I didn't think this was going to be a close game, but the Giants' defense is actually playing pretty well this year. Um, a lot better than I expected. Um, Daniel Jones, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I know they don't have Barkley, but he should be doing better than this. I mean, this is pretty bad. I know he's got the new – he's learning a new offense, you know, with the new head coach. I get that too. 
you know, they've had preseason games, but you know, this is week four. You should start seeing a little bit more, uh, you know, cohes- cohesiveness on, on offense by now, but uh, so far, nothing. I mean, this was a, that, and they actually had a chance to, to tie it at the end of the game, but he threw a pick at the end. Um, but um, yeah. And then at the end, there was a big fight between um, uh, Ramsey and Golden Tate. Yeah. Tate's sister was dating or married to Ramsey and Ramsey had yeah. a come and it was all That's good. very personal. Yeah. It got really bad. And Ramsey was waiting for him after the game too, because he wanted a little bit more, but uh, I guess nothing else happened, but yeah, getting back to the game, it was just an ugly game. You know, I thought the Rams were going to score a lot more, but uh, the Giants defense played pretty well. It'd be interesting what happens next week with the, with the Cowboys for them. Yeah, uh, the Rams. The Rams are gonna win games like that sometimes, but make no mistake about it. This is probably one of the better football teams in the league. Um, they, they're, they're, they're gonna be more consistent. I think one of the things we saw in that last year that when their blocking up front was not was subpar, they struggled. I think the blocking has improved this year, so you'll see a little bit more um, play, like good play from their offense and defense. Um, because it's a well-coached team, and uh, I think they're going to be fine. Uh, and it just shows y'all that with, without Saquon Barkley, it's nothing that that Giants offense can't do. It just gets worse every week. It just gets worse. <laughs> and I'm expecting it to be like this for the rest of the season, to be honest with y'all. <laughs> it's terrible for the Giants. Uh, Colts. Beat the Bears in a low-scoring game, nineteen to eleven. Uh, the Colts, the Colts have a lot of potential. Um, I think, I think, I think the, I think it's up to the QB to unlock that potential. Um, he will have games where he plays better, um, but unfortunately, I think his career is kind of to the point where he's just one of these QBs that will take a lot of chances, and because of those because of him taking chances, he's going to – Rivers, I'm talking about, he's yeah. going to um, he's gonna create situations where he's going to put his team in problems sometimes. Um, but but they have they have a lot of talent on that team and a lot of potential. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, I was expecting them to win this game, so. If Rivers could be a good game manager, you know, and not take too many risks – I think this is going to be a really good team because they got a good running game, great offensive line. Uh, Their defense is really good. So they could go far. I think, like you said, Rivers is going to be the, he's going to be the guy that's either going to push them forward or push them back. Because if he could cut down interceptions, like the way he was last year, how bad he was with the deceptions, if he could cut that down. um, And we, we kind of said that coming into the year. You know, if, if he could cut the, the picks down and all that and revert back to what he was, I think uh, this will be a really good team. And so far, they will be. It's just – I think it's going to be up to Rivers. And the Bears with Foles. Um, Foles, to me, he's better coming off the bench being the savior. As a starter, he's just a different quarterback, you know. Um, so, I, I don't – I'm not seeing the Bears going too far this year. Even though they're green one. Yeah. Um, 
and it's weird for, for the Colts defense to actually really do this good. I think Xavier Rhodes is actually doing a lot better than, than last season. Um, shout out, shout out to the Colts defense, man. Um, this team, that team can definitely be a playoff team. Um, I could definitely see them in the playoffs. Actually, winning the division, by the way. Um, Bills uh, beat the beat the Raiders. High, nice little high scoring game, thirty to twenty three. Yeah, this might have been game of the week. You know, Bills again. Bills mm. gonna be a good team, man. They're gonna be dangerous down this down the stretch, and they got the big game this week, right, against Kansas City. Hopefully, we, we no. Get, that's next. That's next week Thursday. Next they week. got they play the Titans. Right, the Thursday night game. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, that's gonna be some game. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that because to me they're, they're the two best teams in the AFC along with Baltimore. Um, so uh, yeah, it's gonna be cool. You know, Raiders. You know, they're probably a year away from really becoming elite. But you know, Derek Carr. He had a good game. So, but we know what's gonna happen with Derek Carr. So we know he's gonna have yeah. that little downfall somewhere in the season. He's just not consistent enough. But Never know. Man, uh, give Josh Allen his his props, man. Give Josh Allen his props. Josh Allen has been a much improved quarterback. I don't think a lot of us saw him uh, getting to this point, making those reads, making some of the throws that he's making. And just the team on the whole, how well coached they are and how, prepared, how well prepared they are every week. Uh, kudos to the Bills, man, and and it's hard for a Jets fan to say this because I'm sour as hell. <laughs> I don't I don't think I'm nowhere near sour because I because we had this conversation plenty of times and we talked to uh, we shout out to Connor Rogers, uh, our good friend Connor Rogers, uh, that basically I said that if Diggs is there, it's all gonna be it's all gonna be on Josh Allen and Josh Allen is definitely improving and is showing with that with Diggs at the number one wide receiver. It's opening up more for uh, Josh Brown, uh, the rookie Gabriel Davis. And Cole Beasley and man, tch, sky's the limit for the Bills right now. And I even hate to say that because we're in a division with them, but sky's the limit for them. Shout out to Josh Allen and the, and the Bills. Um, Chris, Eagles. Yeah, big win for them. I, I'm not Beat the 49ers at San Francisco. I, I was impressed that they won, no doubt, but um, I'm not going to throw a big party for them. I don't think they're back to where they should be. Um, I think this week they're going to get slapped back into a loss by Pittsburgh. Uh, I think this week was more about Nick Mullins giving the game away more than the Eagles winning it. Um, uh, It was was just impressive to see them play better. The defense is playing pretty good. But like I said, if if you had – I think if you have Jimmy G quarterback in that game, I'm going to – I would say San Fran wins that game. Uh, but uh, it was good to see Philly win a game, win a game finally, and get into the win uh, column. But uh, it was bad. Nick Mullins was bad, especially second half. He was not good. Um, he basically gave that game away. So not that I'm not that I'm that impressed by the Eagles win. You know. I mean, you got to give credit when credit is due, Chris. You know. Yeah, no, I'm happy that I they mean, won. I, I just... mean, you know, the the offense that that uh, that throw. I don't know the wide receiver's name, Lord Jesus. I know it's not Ward. It's the other guy. I forgot his name. That was a hell of a, a throwing oh, catch. Fulham? Yes. Yes. And that they got him of... off of uh, the practice squad of Green Bay, I think. 
That yeah, and then it's crazy that they playing with practice squad and third string wide receivers, and they could and and you know you could still get away with some things, you know. Yeah. So, like I said, it's it's not e- it wasn't easy, and you know, not and I and I agree with the Jimmy G thing, but if 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 the Eagles play this way against win. Pittsburgh, then who knows? I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but it's it's week by week. The NFL yep. is weird. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, uh, Chiefs beat the Patriots twenty six to ten. Yeah, I mean, this we kind of seen, you know, without without Cam Newton. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I didn't see them winning, but with Cam Newton right, in that exactly. game, New England's defense played really well. And if you put a better quarterback on in that game for New England, New England might might have won that game. Hmm. You know, I don't think Kansas City played that well. New England's defense played extremely well. And what's his name? Hoyer was just horrible all night. Garbage. Yeah, he is garbage. And it <laughs> was much better when he came in the second half after he was benched. So without Newton, yeah, they're not a they're not that good of a team. But with Cam Newton, that's a team you gotta watch out for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mahone, um some. Yeah, um, the 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 Patriots, the Patriots again. Uh, I guess I, I have a lot of apology of apologizing to do. Um, <laughs> I was one of those people that uh, put the nail in the proverbial Patriots coffin, and I have to apologize for doing it. <laughs> Chris, you are right. Yet, I was wrong. Yet. Hey, would, as long um, as that team. <laughs> this is this is the thing. Um, um, and and Cam Newton. Cam Newton, like you guys are right. If Cam played that game, that that uh, there's a chance the Patriots win that game. Um, um, that defense played a hell of a game. Uh, they were just held back by their by their quarterback. That's quarterback play basically, and that's yeah. a scary thing to say. It's a scary thing to say, man. Yeah, they, uh, I mean, 26 points against Kansas City. That's pretty good. If you could hold that team to under 30, you you got a chance to win. All right. Agree to it. And then last but not least, Packers beat the Falcons 30 to 16. Yeah. Like you, uh, Charmin, you had your pick, man. Aaron Rodgers had a great game. Uh, and Atlanta is <laughs> they're slowly just disappearing from the league this year. Mm-hmm. Slowly uh, turning into trash. Yeah. Quinn, like uh, Davin said, Quinn will probably be next on the chopping block. So. I think yeah. what nobody is not talking about is Aaron Rodgers' stats. 13 yep. touchdown passes and zero interceptions. Yep. Zero. That's... With a QBR 92.8 with 1,200 uh, 1, uh, passing yards. That is ridiculous, though. Yep. We did not expect Aaron Rodgers to play this way. And no, we shout didn't. out to him. Shout, shout out nope. to, to him. Yeah, imagine, imagine there were certain people that were saying that he was – he was done. He was done. That he was not going to re- revert back to his, you know, all-world QB-style quarterback, you know, and 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 actually bringing up que- conversations about the fact that he will never get to the Hall of Fame or he'll never be – what? You got to be kidding me, man. Like, this dude is on another world. When he is on fire, there's no quarterback. Right. Say that again. <laughs> There is no quarterback. Even the one that we call the best quarterback we've ever seen play, 
cannot play to the level of Aaron Rodgers when Aaron Rodgers is on it. it it's just it's the throws, the vision, the it, it's just ridiculous. And he's playing with quarterbacks and tight ends that are backups to backups. Yes, ridiculous. That's, so imagine if he had starters, guys that he plays day in and day out with. What would you do with this guy? Yeah. I mean, come on, man. And the good and the good thing is they got the bye week because I think after the bye week, Devontae Adams come back. So to, just Sheesh. just just look just look out for 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 the Packers. Um, Aaron Aaron Jones. I think Jones didn't even had really a good game. This one was on Rogers. Just shout out shout out to Rogers and the Packers for being four and No, none of us yeah, didn't expect it. No, no, we didn't. So let's get to our uh, week five picks. Oh, wait, wait, before we get to our picks, let me give you an update on our standings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Chris. Uh, right now, the standings are Davin with 39 wins, uh, Charmin with 41 wins, and Chris leading right now with 43 wins. So it's close. Woo! That's it. Look Chris, look at you. <laughs> yeah, he picking out some Panthers and Raiders. Picks, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so let's get into our week five. Let's get into our week five picks. Uh, the Thursday game, the Bucks against the Bears. I gotta go to Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm going I with think, Tampa Bay I, as well. I think I think I think this game. Yeah, I think this game is gonna be closer than everybody thinks. I think because the Bears defense is is probably the one of the better defenses that the Bucks are gonna face all year. So that's gonna hold them up a little bit. But the problem is on the other side of the ball, in my opinion, um, the the Bears offense, uh, they, they're going up against a really good defense, and I think that's going to hold them up. So, yeah, Bucks. Uh, then the Sunday game, we got the Panthers against the Falcons. Uh, it's a tough decision. Yeah. No, it's not. I think to me it is so. I mean, uh, Panthers are, are, are doing – actually good but this is one of those games that uh, this is one of those games that Quinn, Quinn job might be on the line here and I can actually see uh, man I, I, I can actually I'm, see the Falcons win this game I'm, I'm going to pick the upset I'm, I'm going with the Falcons yeah I, I agree I'm going to go with Atlanta I think they they, they got to they got to if they're going to fight it's going to be this game at home you know I don't think they want to go 0-5 they know basically the season's on the line right now um, so they got to win. So I think it's it's Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta is not going to win this game. There's one team that has no starters on their DBs. There's none of their starters are starting right now. They just have backups to backups to backups. So, uh, and and Carolina has a very good uh, um, um, offense. They they run a very good offense. So I mean. They're not. They're not in the same mold of uh, the Packers or whatever they have. But so yeah, uh, it's it's Carolina for me. Right. Um, uh, already game game of the week. If if it happens, Bills against the Tennessee Titans. I, I'm gonna pick Buffalo only. Be, uh, not only because, but I think they're they're a better team. But also Tennessee's. You know they're out. How many guys are out? How many guys can't play? So uh, I, I think you got to take Buffalo. Agree. I got Buffalo. Charmin. 
Yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo for me, man. Buffalo just on a roll right now. They they're definitely uh too hot. Yeah. And and we got the Raiders against the Chiefs. Yeah, it's gotta be Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs without Chiefs without question. You don't even need to make the pick, Sean. I mean, now we already know you choosing the Chiefs. Yeah. Um Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and of course you got the Eagles against the Steelers. Uh, I'm I'm not ready to give get Philly on a roll here, so I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. Mm. Pittsburgh for me. Um, uh, well, I'm well. I, I had that weird feeling about the about the the Eagles at the last minute. I'm 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 gonna do the right thing. I'm gonna choose the Eagles to win to win this game. Um, All right, I hope so. All right. So uh, the Rams against Washington. You got to go with the Rams. I don't think yeah, Kyle is gonna be ready. <laughs> yep, the Rams. You got Rams too, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, Bengals against the Ravens. Uh, I gotta go Ravens. Yeah, yeah, you gotta go with the Ravens. Joe Burrow. Yeah, me too. This will be a very good test for Joe Burrow right here against this Ravens defense. And yes, I would sir. love to see what the kid could do. Lamar's um, got a knee issue, but he is playing supposedly. I don't know if that's who Lamar Jackson. Oh, he'll play. I I I'm not worried about that. Um Jaguars against the Texans. This is another one like I'm actually going to pick the Texans to win only because Bill Bill O'Brien is gone and they got a fresh start. <laughs> I, I, I'm i actually going to pick the Texans to win, shockingly. This is another team, like, with the Falcons. If they don't win now, the season's probably done. So This season's probably done anyway, but they know right. if we go 0-5, you know, you can mail in the rest of the year. So I think this is going to be like their do-or-die game. So I'm going to pick the Texans. Texans against who? Jacksonville. Texans mm. against Jacksonville. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, Texans. <laughs> one, of the, one of those choices. You you got, you got no other choice but to choose. Um, Dolphins against the 49ers. Uh, I'm going to go to San Fran. Uh, then, you know, Miami's going cross country, so I think San Fran will have the edge that way too. And I don't know, is Jimmy G coming back yet or no? Uh, so he's questionable, but I but I could see him coming back because they two and two right now, and they need to win some games because they schedule don't get no easier for one and for two, and for two they that division is is tougher than than what people actually think it is. So I think right now would be right now would be you know would be the answer to, for Jimmy G to come back. This is where, like, I was talking about earlier about the Jets and how Miami. Miami's – no way should they be even in this game. But you know what? With the with the coaching that they have, they put them in position to, to possibly win that game, you know? And that's why I was kind of, eh, maybe San Fran. I mean, maybe Miami, but it's just a long trip for them. And San Fran is the better team, and I, I think they're going to win. You know, that would be my pick. Yeah. But, yeah, San Fran for me too. Okay. Uh Good. Oh, interesting game right here. Colts against the Browns. That should be a good game. Uh, wow. Um, I'm going to go – you know what? I'm going to go to Browns. Mm. I don't know why, but I'm going to go to Browns. <laughs> no, I'm going to go opposite. The Colts' defense has been has been great. Yep. Um, and I've, I feel like Phillip Rivers will have a better game than against that Chicago the Chicago defense because uh, the Browns defense is not the best. 
and yeah. what what Philip Rivers can do if if he can get to that level is is exposed defenses. So and Baker yep. Mayfield hasn't been doing well neither. So um, I I will go with the Colts. I agree with you, Davin, for the for the sole reason that the Browns defense is a fraud right now. They they can't stop the run and they're bottom of the league in a lot of categories. So yeah, I think the Colts could take advantage of them. Yeah, um, Giants against the Cowboys. I gotta go Dallas. Uh, if Dallas do not win this game, I swear <laughs> their season is over. Oh, yeah. well, I'm 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 sorry to say that. Their season is already over, over. Um, but I'm going with Dallas. Uh, Dallas should execute all in all cylinders, no questions about it. So I'm going with Dallas, and please do not make me regret my pick. Um, <laughs> Dallas, yes, Dallas for me. Okay. Right. Uh, Broncos against the Patriots. I'm going to go to Patriots. Uh, I don't know who's quarterbacking for the Patriots. I don't think it's Cam Newton, but I don't know if it's Hoyer or Stedman. Hopefully it's Stedman. Yeah, who knows? But I'm still going to go to New England. Unlike, yeah, me too. Unlike our defensive coordinator, he'll figure out a way to stop a third-string quarterback. Stop a nosebleed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they didn't say nothing about Cam. I'm looking, and I don't see. I don't see Cam. Is I don't see Cam is out. I think Cam might play. So. I'm I'm going with the Patriots either way. I'm going to go with the Patriots. Uh, Drew Locke is questionable. Um, and Philip Philip Lindsay is still questionable, so I'll, I'll go with the Patriots as well. Um, Sunday night game is Vikings against the Seahawks. It should be tight, but I think Seattle is going to score a few more points than them. Should be high scoring. Yes, and I'll go with yeah. Seattle as well. Yep. And just just because just because of that man Wilson. Other than that. Uh, that defense is terrible, and I'm sorry, Jamal. Even with you, even with you there, you can't do nothing about that horrible defense. But yeah, um, we gotta go with Seattle. Um, and Monday night game, the Chargers against the Saints. Wow, it should be a good one. Yep, that's a good uh, game. Yeah, yes, it is. Man, I just think well. I think so. There's a lot of injuries that's going yeah. on between both teams. <laughs> I'm going to go Saints. Should be a good one, though. I, think I, I will go with Saints as well because uh, – Yeah, me too, Saints. I know Michael Thomas. Uh, I think he wanted to play, but they said they wanted – they was precautious, so they wanted to give him that week off. I think he's going to be playing in Monday Night Football. And if Michael Thomas does play, then just watch out because, you know, that's Bree's number one man. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, will, I will give that to the Saints. That's it for our podcast. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast. We do this for y'all every week. Until next week, we're taking flight. Take flight. Take flight.